Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Kathleen Warder has every reason to swear, and yet he's held his tongue. So we're going to swear for him. This has been your obscenity warning. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter nine of Shattered Glass. So grab a big cup of water because it's hot. <laughs> and more water because it's <laughs> Or maybe a different drink if you've drank your daily allotted water. Please stay hydrated. It's fucking hot. Uh, and let's dance in the rain and play with lightning. Keth goes out to the courtyard after making sure that Glacius had her dinner and is in bed. And Triss is gone. And he thinks, ah, at last she took no for an answer. And then he goes to his apartment to find that Triss has broken in. After much cajoling, she convinces him to get on the roof during the storm and he survived. (gasps) Wow. Wow. Who would have guessed? The next day, Keth reveals that he has made jewelry out of Chime's flames that they can use to pay back Antino or whatever financial stuff they need to cover. And things are generally looking up. He successfully blows some glass. Then Damis shows up and tells them that the ghost has killed someone from Keth's apartment building. And he needs Keth to identify the victim. So Dama, it's Keth, and Triss go to the morgue. And the victim is Yali. I think that makes Brittany three for four now. Dama decides to try convincing the government to shut down Kapik and allow him to actually investigate the dead bodies. And he asks Jamshida and Nico to back him because they are respected mages. And Jamshida's like, no, you are messing with things that should not be messed with. 
and you will taint the city with impurity. But Nico, being a foreigner, is like, fuck yeah, we, they need to do shit and let you investigate. So Nico and Dama go to talk to like the council or whatever, and they bribe a lot of people to get in and they wait. Oh, that wait. part was so annoying. Oh my goodness. And we think the DMV is bad. Right? Oh, you gotta yeah. bribe this person and bribe that person and bribe them. But, but you have to bribe the right amount or they'll still send you on a wild goose chase if you don't give them the right fucking amount. Ugh. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like. Do we, do we want to start with the there's just so much to unpack in this chapter. There is a lot. There is a right. lot. Let's talk about all the cutesy shit on the roof. A lot. And okay. we should start with the very beginning and the fact that Keth, in his infinite stupidity, actually thought that Triss had gone. And the fact that it is absolutely hilarious that he opens his door and she's just chilling in his apartment. Yes. You really thought yeah. she was gone. He, Come on, dude. He should have known better. He even was like, mm, I should yeah, know better. She's but... not really the type to just go away when somebody tells her to, but you know what? She knows that it's futile to argue with me, so she went. Really? Yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It's when... futile to argue with you. When right. has she ever not argued with him? From the first moment she laid eyes right? on him, <laughs> she has done nothing but tell him how shit is. Yeah. But he's an adult and she knows better. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although I have to admit, I feel that, like, Tris, like, you need to learn how to use your words, my girl. Because she's like, I need to show you something. Let's come on the roof in the middle of a lightning storm. And he's clearly terrified. And she does not tell him until after the lightning storm. Like, oh, I had a feeling that you would survive the lightning. Like, why did you lead with that? She has tried to, but he doesn't listen. I I just, I, I do feel for him, though. Because he was like, I thought you were going to protect me from it. And like, granted, she's like, I I figured this is what was going to happen. And she should have told them that. She should have told him that before they started. Yes. He wouldn't have gone out there, though. He probably wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. But, like, but I mean, she well, did. I, she did state afterwards. There, I wasn't going to put you in a protective little bubble. But if anything got bad, I could have stopped it. I think she should have told him, I like, I think you can survive the lightning, but I will protect you if something happens. No, I think the way she did it was perfect. Because if she would have done it any other way, he would have not gone up there. He would have done it. I think she's too stubborn to for him to have not gone up there. Yeah. I think she, she needs to use her words and be better at communicating. I mean, she she's a wicked girl. What do you expect? <laughs> she's Nico's student. Nico does the same bullshit. Yes. Yes. She learned from the best. How do we feel about the morgue? 
Yeah, um, Brittany called it. Brittany chapter called it eight, chapter I was eight. like, mm, Tammy's really making us like Yolly. She's about to die. I didn't expect it to happen the very next chapter, but I knew it was going to happen. I, I don't know why I didn't. I'm like, who could this dead person be? Surely it's not the person that we just learned and started caring about. She went it's the way of Wolfric's snap trap. It's mm. awful of me to say I was I knew it was coming whenever he said somebody was dead. I was like, please not be Yali, be either Poppy or the other one. And that's horrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Yali's so nice and she like adopted a child of someone else exactly. that was killed. How the fuck can a ba- can how the fuck can a child have two murdered moms right? in like the span of like a month? All right, so how do we feel about Jamshita? I really wanted to like her when this book started, and then they're like, all right, Nico's got him somebody, and then now it's like, hmm, Nico, you can do better, which I can't blame her too much. This is what she grew up with. Yeah. She Ugh. is too Tharian to be a vision mage. Like, yep. it's like having fucking blinders on that, like, keep you from doing, like, half the shit you need to. I, I don't see how that works in her brain. I, I oh, a person died? They're not first class, so it's fine. They're lying. Anyways, who cares? Don't ruin your family's reputation for some lowly people, okay? Right. Right. Like, she literally tells him that his family's reputation is more important than these people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. I really wouldn't that like hurt. her, but mm, I do not like her. Like that, that right there is possibly one of the most disgusting things someone's can say. A reputation is worth more than someone's life. Uh, not ugh. not just one person's life. Several people. Six at this point was it five yeah. or six. A lot. Yeah. Like it. Your your. Ugh. You're right. Your reputation is important but your reputation is turning into something else the second that you start putting that in front of just being a decent human being your reputation is going to change a lot to me it it really it really brings dama's doggedness in chasing the ghost Mm -hmm. like it makes me appreciate him a lot more to kind of realize that He's fine. Like he is putting literally not only his life and like his reputation on the line, he's putting his entire fan his entire like clans, <laughs> everything on the yeah. line for that as well. Yeah. Based yeah. only on the feeling of that he has to help these, that he has a responsibility to help yeah. these people. Not because he wants to get famous from catching the dude. Uh not because the superiors are telling him to do it, but because he knows that having people die, regardless of their caste, is wrong. You know, maybe not all cops are bad. I don't know what to say. You know what I how I feel about this. The only good oh, cop has a pink slip. Well, I mean, that's, hey, that's where may, he's headed. Dama may get <laughs> one soon. I don't know yeah. what to tell Yeah. <laughs> they are ready to, not just to throw him out of the police force, but like out of the country like excommunicate yeah. him and possibly yeah. his family too again if right. more cops were like that that would be great but they're yeah. not so they're all garbage 
the only good cop has a pink slip. And like, I, I feel like that holds true even here. Like, but he's trying, and I, 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 I appreciate him trying because it is, trying. it is a bigger risk than it, it, it seems. I think. Yeah, and and I think it's interesting because at the beginning of the book, I think we have the third murder. He's talking about you know how he needs to get close to the bodies and all of this to to properly solve the murder and the priest or whoever's like oh no no you're gonna spread the taint and blah 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 and it's bad for the country and your family and all this he's like okay okay you're right and he like backs off and like the more the book goes on the more he's just like no this is bullshit people are dying he's just gotten to a point where he does not care anymore i i would ask what you guys think the government is gonna do but i know we've all read chapter 10 already so and kind of guessed it anyways yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Nico does in the chapter. He's just like, "Uh, you should, you should have a plan B ready." All right. So that's the broad strokes. What, what are some of the specifics you all have that we haven't touched on? Obviously, I think everyone liked this. Uh, Chris lockpicking into Keth's room. Not <laughs> only for the reason that you know Keth is like, "Oh, I'm glad she finally listened and realized that I'm not going to go touch the lightning." And it's like, when has she ever given up that easily? since you've met her not once and she used her little lock picking that she learned from briar to break into his room which i fucking love that's what i love i think more than anything about that whole thing is she's just like "Mm, this this comes in handy i i just like the fact that he's like oh so you just thought it was acceptable to like walk in when my door was open or whatever and she's like no i picked the lock and he's just like stunned for a minute he's like I don't know what I expected, but this was definitely not it. And then also, she's like bragging yeah. about herself. Oh, Brian says that's not much of a for locks. Not that yours was a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, it's not a challenge. It's fine. It was easy. She's bragging that she's committing crimes. And that she's very good at it. I, I yes. feel like like it was almost like a flex to just say, like, hey, I'm not just uh sharp tongued mage i can also commit crimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like and i'm good at it i'm and good Ryan at complimented it. on her complimented her on it and that uh, he doesn't compliment people just willy-nilly either yeah it, and she could have used magic to open it right like she could have zapped it she could have blown wind into it like she, she could have done that but she's and like she- she could have locked the door back afterwards so he would have never known. She did it the harder way on purpose just to show Keth she could do it, I think. And well, that, that was a also, power move. They also learned in Daja's book not to use magic when you don't have to. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't need magic. I got my lockpicks. That is true. I really like the descriptions of the storm and the clouds and the lightning. And how like progressively it got closer and closer to them and building up that like it felt like tension on one end but on the other end kind of like excitement because you know that Triss is going to do something cool with it. Meanwhile Keth is just sitting next to her like you know counting down the seconds knowing that it's coming. It was also just beautiful descriptions. I I wrote that it sounded like a tornado. Yeah. Because there was something about like the sky turning green. It was like no wonder he's terrified. Yeah, we don't usually get that with just rain clouds. It's always like really severe weather. I like Tris playing with the lightning bolts. 
Uh, however, she says that her hair gets frizzy with um, was it using water magic? Was that yeah? Right? But how does her hair not get frizzy with the electric magic? I kind of interpret it as it does to some degree, and she can only so she can only hold one. And she says, "I can't, no rain because it makes my hair go frizzy." And then she says something like, "It's it's hard enough to keep in check with all the with the lightning in it." Right. So it sounds like the lightning does, but maybe less. Yeah, maybe like a static electricity is not as severe yeah. as humidity. I don't she know how it works. She she probably also has a tighter rein on the electricity than she does water anyway. Yeah, like that's, that's kind of been her thing. So I, I think she has a tighter like control over it, so it's easier to manage. That makes sense. You'll learn magic, but only to the point where it starts to scare you. How far will it get you? Magic doesn't respond to orders like this far and no further. That's a whole statement right there. The fact that she zaps him and he's like, you did it again. And she's like, did it hurt? That's beside the point. Did it hurt? That kind of definitely was the point. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like Indy said, there there's definitely a sense of betrayal there. How else to get the point across? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, she did say before that, she's like, I don't think it's going to hurt you. I think it sees you as more of a kindred spirit. And he just continued. I don't remember her saying that she didn't think it was going to hurt him. Hold on. Um, I don't believe lightning has the power to hurt you anymore. I think it would recognize. Oh, okay. So she did tell him. Uh But in case I'm, I'm wrong, and I suppose I could be, I can protect you from it. I can keep it off of you. But, Kath, for that to happen, you have to trust me, is the whole passage. Okay, I just missed that then. Um, or, like, I misremembered it. Oh, no. Chainsaw Man all over again. <laughs> Not Chainsaw Man. Oh. The fact that he counts, because you can do that. You can count uh, between lightning and thunder and guesstimate about how far away it is. And I just think that's really neat. Because that is an actual thing people can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... I wrote... Oh, that's how the counting thing works, huh? Or something like that. And I didn't give any context to what I wrote. And I was like, but what counting thing? That. That's yeah. the counting thing. I never remember the actual number. So I'm like, is it 10? I'm going to guesstimate 10. And it's always off. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But yeah, it's like every... Like well, five you, seconds. You can do the math from from the numbers that are in the book. Oh. Yeah. Inside Chime, you saw a skeleton of silver around it, uh, twined veins that flickered and rippled like lightning. I love that description. There was no ghost of lightning inside Keth. He had the true thing. He drank the power in like a thirsty man drinks water and like Triss raised his arms to call even more to him. You are a wicked girl. So I've been told. I've learned to live with the shame of it. (laughs) So much shame, as you can tell. Close your eyes. I've got something for you. It better not be slimy. (laughs) Spoken like a girl with a brother. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> you never gave your sister slimy things, did you? No, never. Especially not my sister who hates frogs. Never, ever did anything <laughs> like that to her. Kath, like, actually, like, blowing glass and all of this stuff. And he's, like, so excited that he just does it again because he can. It's adorable. Triss not liking seeing dead people. Because that that is a thing that's come across in multiple instances of Triss. But I I love the description of she hated the sight of the, the sight of dead people. They looked sad, alone, and abandoned. This is why I want to go into death studies, because you care for the dead. So they're not alone and they're not abandoned. And yeah, there's you can argue the sake of like spirits souls whatever but that was still a person and they deserve to be taken care of and this is why i want to go into death studies <laughs> traditionally yeah. in judaism you do not leave a body alone until it's buried yes trace just like fucking tearing them a new one he was very inconsiderate yeah he really was I'm trying to save lives in case you haven't noticed. So in your rush to save lives, you don't care if you shatter one or two. And they tell me I'm not kind. I have a lot of feelings about that. Kath saying I have to go home. I want them to hear it from me. Like uh, that's uh-huh. that's hard. Mm-hmm. That is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but he knows that it's going to be way better for them if they hear it from somebody who they know than if they hear it from like Dama. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. Mine's mostly uh, quotes, I think. Now she scared him. She wasn't kind. Like just the fact that Triss being kind is like the most terrifying version of Triss. Which, come to think of it, reminds me of a line about Captain Hook from Peter Pan, which is he was never more sinister than when he was polite. Uh, especially because very shortly after that statement, Keth or the text tells us, with Triss for company, no place was safe. Oh, so back many chapters ago, when like chapter three, chapter three or four, when Triss and Keth were meeting for the second time, and Triss is telling Keth all about her different, like the different forces of nature that she has up in her hair she has this thought about like he thinks it's not real because Keth like looks at Nico and Nico doesn't say anything and she's like Keth probably thinks that Nico doesn't want to ruin the joke and then in this chapter that basically gets confirmed because Keth is like oh shit she wasn't lying when she said all of that like she wasn't joking and Nico was uh didn't say anything to not ruin the joke but because it was true Lightning struck objects because it was drawn to the ghost of itself within them. Early understanding of electricity. That was a fucking beautiful line. I think I had that highlighted and I skipped over it. I was actually surprised Goodwin didn't mention it. Yeah. It seemed like the type of thing that he would bring up. Nope. I saw it as more like spiritual than scientific, to be honest. Oh, to me, it was exactly like the path of electrons. Oh, I thought more spiritual as well. well. I mean, okay, but here's the thing. A lot of science started faith-based. You have to have faith that the thing works. 
and then you notice the patterns and then you make the equations for it yeah i interpreted it kind of like indy said i interpreted it as they have kind of a vague understanding of lightning is attracted to like like other electricity this is a flow this is this is a flow of electricity but they don't understand it in those terms and so they're like oh this thing has the ghost of lightning and therefore it's attracted um so it's kind of like the first step on on the path to understanding how electricity works right i think this is my favorite line in the chapter it was time they learned they did not control all the wonder in the universe. Therius has had it too, they've been too enthralled in their own greatness to uh, realize they're not the center of the, of the fucking universe. Like, right. They're so um, full of themselves, frankly. Also, back in chapter one, when Triss meets Keth, she's chewing him out for not taking care of Chime. But now she's like, you're not going to take away Chime, are you? Like, you don't want her back, do you? And she's, like, worried. And he's like, uh, I'm pretty sure I gave up my rights to her. So uh, you can keep her if you want. It's okay. In theory, the keepers were duty-bound to hear any Therian. Yep, sounds like a politician. Uh, we have, you catch more flies with honey. They have, bees went to sweet-smelling flowers, not earth-smelling mushrooms. Mm-hmm. The last quote is, the busier you keep priests, the less chance they have to pry into our private lives. I like the whole interaction of uh, Keth saying, you'll protect me, right? In the very, in the previous chapter, um, Yali is telling Tris, hey, next time you come here, you should bring someone to protect you. Maybe bring Keth next time. And here Keth is like, will you protect me? It's so good. Like, mm, yeah, Tris doesn't need protection. Kath needs the protection uh, from her instead. Sorry, Ollie. And Kath needs protection from her in multiple ways. He needs protection from her as in the sense of her protecting him, but also he needs protection from her as in something protecting him so she doesn't hurt him. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I liked when he was thinking for all her fiery fiery temperament she wasn't the dramatic dramatic sort who liked to exaggerate she was irritating but she also was forthright and when she spoke of magic somehow the things she said carried more weight than the pronouncements of his mage uncles she was 14 and difficult but when it came to magic she seemed as much master of her craft as Nico or Jumshida and even more than Dema this is why she's a full-fledged mage exactly like Nobody wants to think that she is, but she's yeah. good at what she does. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. She has, for better or worse, had about a lifetime of experience in her 14 years. And then her throwing the lightning at him again. And then he's like, You tell me to trust you. Then you throw lightning at me. And she's like, Show some sense, Kat. How else am I going to get you to listen to me if you won't take my word for it? She tried to tell him and he would not listen. So I don't think she's lacking in communication. I think he's just lacking in not listening. Then there's another part where uh, Keth hopes that Glocky isn't frightened of the storm. He's so worried about her and it's so cute. Somebody should worry about the kid. 
other than yawling. I'm glad Keth is that person. He's really stepping up. Mm-hmm. Um, when he notices that Triss's braids are staying down on his head, he's like, I'm dead. And all thanks to a cross-grained 14-year-old. <laughs> no, you're not you're not dead. She's gonna keep you well alive so she can torture you for the rest of your days. <laughs> this poor man, he will never catch a break, ever. He ever. won't. As Tris is a teacher, never. When um Tris asks him, Have I done you a disservice? He turns to shrug and then he hangs his head and he's like you know you didn't. And she's like, I knew that. I just want to make sure that you knew that. <laughs> but then she gives Such me... Such a dick. I love it. I love her so much. Well, you but also then... love Nico being a dick. So, you know. Yes. She Which learned... is fitting because you used to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And, but then she gives me a kiss on the cheek. So all is forgiven. It's cute. It's so cute. Yeah. If she were older, I would definitely ship them. But she's only 14, so no. You'll have to wait 10 years. Yes, 10 years, and then maybe. Then maybe. So the person who's 10 years younger than her husband as opposed to six? 15. <laughs> who's counting? Right? No big deal. Hey, y'all are happy. That's all that matters. Well, all of my likes were in the first half, so that were all of my likes. But we didn't really talk a whole lot about the bribing thing. We talked, we hinted at it. Yeah. Oh my God, it drove me fucking insane. Oh, well, this person come in and, oh, we gave you some money. And okay, now we're going to point you in the right direction. Now this person come in, but we're going to point you in the right direction. But if you don't give me enough money, then I'm going to point you in the wrong direction and waste your time even more. And then Demma is just acting like this is, everyday normal occurrence because he's like oh i don't need to waste my family's bribe money he's like what probably is an everyday occurrence for the poor man let's be honest another clerk comes in to verify what the previous clerk wrote down and they have to be bribed Mm. no (laughs) it's several hours of just bribery so annoying Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that they have so many other things that they could be doing, and yet the ghost is out there possibly killing more people because they're spending hours waiting for bribing fucking people. Blah. The council probably won't even approve their request. Probably not. So they're wasting their goddamn time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? Bureaucracy is a pain in the ass amen we need to treat our dead better but that's Mm -hmm. a tangent hell we need to treat our living better i mean yeah but uh my theme is uh dismissal dama being rebuffed by jumshida at the you know sears um meeting place that fucking hurt you know like he just like kind of is pouring his heart out saying like hey i care about these people i need some help to get the want the keepers to uh listen to me and try to shut the shit down so he can find the killer and jimshita's like "Ah, blah 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 i do not hear you you're speaking heresy i no longer wish to talk about this you're being dumb Very, very annoying god that was so frustrating also tris not taking no for an answer with the lightning with keth just like I'm 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 sorry. I'm I I, I know I, I've been trying to talk you into this, but clearly that's not working. Here's a little little taser for you. Did it hurt? You tell me. I don't know. Like she kind of had to dismiss his complaints and just like get to the meat of the thing because he was being a little difficult. And sometimes you have to take a more direct way to uh, you know you sometimes have to dismiss those things to try to have someone understand what you're trying to get to. But uh, yeah, dismissal. Sometimes you you have to let your student learn on their own. Like that time that um, I can't remember who it is now, but Nico had a student once that tried to control the tides and he told her not to. <laughs> she fucked around and found out. That she did. Kitty. My theme is desperation. Keth is desperate at the beginning to not go on the roof. There's maybe an argument that Triss is desperate to get up there, but I'd say Keth is definitely more desperate than she is. Then by the end, Dama is desperate to do anything he can to solve this damn case. And Nico's kind of with him. Yep. Literally and figuratively. Um, So mine is life and death. The first half of the chapter is all about life, basically. So because he's Keth is trying to figure out his life, basically, his magic within his new life. He, he finally figures that out by finally going up onto the roof, getting struck by the lightning, and he realizes, oh, hey, this is what I need, and 
he greedily tries to get more of the lightning into his body. So that's new life, I feel. The second half of the chapter is death, obviously, with uh, Yali's death, which is really sad. It's not just her death, but I feel like a lot for Glocky, too. Like, she's not really in this chapter, but I mean, she's lost both of her moms and the death of the life that she could have had with Yali. I, I feel like that might be a little bit of a stretch. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I would even argue that, in a sense, there is a death to Dama's hope. Because he's hoping that his people will do the right thing, but they're not gonna. When you lose hope, when you put hope into something and you lose it, and you live without it, are you really living anymore? So, like, it's... Yeah, it's a death of hope, but it's also a little death of him. So This is rough, y'all. Yeah. There's always a chance to try to find hope in something else. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? So mine was in the passage where he, uh, Demma says, the all-seeing in his wisdom arranged my birth to an honorable family in the first class. I have privileges, but I also have a duty to the lower classes to protect and guide them. Not everyone takes that duty seriously, but we nomadenses do, uh, even if it's to Yaskadasi and the rest of the fifth class. They trust us to watch out for them. That's what I mean to do. That's what we need to do as well. I mean, me personally, um, I do have privileges. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't born into a super rich family or anything, but as being a white person, I have privileges that a lot of other people don't have. And instead of just relying on my privileges, I need to try to help others who don't have those privileges as well. I wrote, face your fears. Mm, and I don't know if this is exactly a fear, but I feel like it's related. Um, I advocated for myself this week and like part of me, I think actually feels guilty about it. Although part of me is also just frustrated because I shouldn't have had to do it in the first place. Um, uh, I had some students who were in the wrong class and I had asked the counselor to put them in a different class several months ago. <laughs> And so I asked again, and it's been fixed. That's good. You shouldn't feel guilty for advocating for yourself. Yeah, no. Especially not when it betters the lives of other people. You're not just advocating for yourself in that instance. So you should be proud. You weren't just advocating for yourself. You were advocating for others. And even if you were only advocating for yourself, you still don't, don't need to feel guilty for it. Yeah, so it's not exactly a fear, but it is, like, a thing that I have trouble dealing with. My personal magic is that fear can prevent progress, or, alternatively, fear can prevent understanding. You know, clearly the past is holding Theros back. Like, I get that. Getting rid of your dead when a plague that affects blood and dead people is a thing, can be very 
necessary, but doing that when everything is back to normal and, you know, it clearly hinders you in, in catching criminals, uh, that's kind of a fucking issue. You know, just because you're afraid of something doesn't mean that you can't learn from it. Maybe not the best example to use, but personally, uh, when I was younger, I was not very comfortable with firearms. And I understand that a lot of people nowadays also are not learning how they function and actually going out and shooting one was something that um, opened my eyes a little bit more. And, you know, if you can't get rid of something, you can at least have knowledge on how they function and, you know, things that you can do to potentially stop someone if, you know, if it comes down to it. I mean, probably like around a dozen people out to the gun range, like people that would never otherwise touch a gun in their lives and just, you know, take them out and have them understand how they function, uh, how they work, how to potentially, you know, make them not work because the alternative of not knowing anything and going into a situation where, you know, your life can be in danger by these things, uh, knowing what, knowing the difference between cover and concealment and uh, what bullets can and can't do the effects of different firearms, I think, is something that um, more people need to have knowledge of. Uh, as much as I wish we could pass something resembling common sense gun control, I don't see it happening. And if that's not going to happen, then it's up to us to protect our communities. And I know that doesn't make everyone comfortable, but if you're willing and able to learn and at least, you know, understand how things function, you and your community have a much better chance of... Just don't turn into Ben. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, and that can kind of go into... I don't want to get into a full politics discussion, but the laws that are being passed against assault weapons or that have passed in the past don't actually stop bad people from committing crimes, nor do they reduce the amount of crimes committed. Um, it's essentially just fluff to make you think that stuff is happening, but that actually affects like legal gun owners more than they do criminals. So the laws are bullshit. New laws need to be put on the books. And essentially everything you see from the government saying that, oh, we're going to ban assault weapons is bullshit and all that stuff doesn't actually matter. Uh, fuck the government. I feel that. Like I hardcore feel that. I think Dama does too at this point. It was time they learned that they did not control all the wonder of the universe. We as people like to compartmentalize and everything has to follow a certain equation. And I've been watching a lot of space videos, man. Like, space is my shit. I've been really emotional about Voyager. Someone, no, someone didn't make me. I made me have emotions about space probes, man. I small tangent for what I'm bringing up. So they're shutting down the Voyagers and they're not going to be sending any data back, which breaks my heart because like Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 are something so human. On the Golden Record, there are 813 languages, I believe, and every single one of them are two two things. They say hello and I love you. We sent that out there. We sent that out into the vastness of space. And 
there are so many things we're still discovering and things that don't make sense and then like equations that used to make sense that they don't make sense anymore because of our understanding has changed like we want everything to make sense and we want to be able to replicate it and sometimes space does things like have a system of several hundreds of stars that move in bizarre weird ways only to find out that there are black holes in the middle of them. They found a system that has approximately 9 to 12 black holes that are causing the stars to spiral. And like and the black holes are interacting with each other, which is what's changing everything. And that's insanity. That is beautiful. That is something that we cannot control. And that is nothing that's something we cannot actually quantify. And it should be left as that. I mean, like it we want to know how it works, obviously. That's what humans do. We want to know how it works. That is beautiful. Space is phenomenal. And it's full of things like that. We can't replicate that. We can't control it. We should appreciate it for what it is. Again, I'm a space nerd. I watch <laughs> I watch telescope live streams of where they're just focused on different star constellations and you can see them and like real time and like watch them move and like I love this kind of shit but it's something like we are so small and insignificant and I love it I fucking love it because it doesn't matter at the end of the day space is big and vast and terrifying and beautiful and that is my wonder of the universe by the way that that's me tying all of that together (laughs) I talk about space I love I love space so much pretty cool like and then they they recently what it was that they found out they i watch a guy his name is anton he's on uh youtube he uploads a video every day and it's always something science but most of the time it's something space if you have a few hours look him up it's phenomenal he he gets a little technical so sometimes people don't catch on to the nuance of it but like it's just fascinating i will stop talking about space now (laughs) space makes me feel better at the end of our episodes we like to have an excerpt from the following chapter so this is an excerpt from chapter 10 of shattered glass tris smoothed a wrinkle in her dress I sent my breezes through Kapik last night to let me know if they heard about a woman being strangled, but it doesn't work very well. Has anyone arrived yet who can see things on the winds? You are still determined to learn, asked Nico. Even after all I've told you? You survived being pelted with images, Tris pointed out. It hasn't driven you mad, though you can be quite odd when you put your mind to it. Nico sat on his bed and looked at her. So much of it means nothing, he pointed out. So much of you don't, so much of it you don't even really see because it's gone in a flash. The headaches are ferocious. Every account I've read of wind scrying compares it to seeing the future, and the grief involved in that I know all too well. Tris sat next to him. Has anyone come who knows it? She asked again. 
Nico, these women deserve better than to have a monster pick them off one by one, while those who should protect them say it's all right if they die as long as they don't spread the pollution of their deaths around. I could go mad. I could go as mad from not being able to help as I could from being drowned in visions. Nico sighed. Start looking at and through a particular breeze, clearing your vision as you clear your mind. According to what I've read, you should first begin to see colors, then movement. Triss, do you, Triss, do you, you do realize that only one mage in thousands can do this, one in a generation? I have to try, replied Triss, her voice low but passionate. She wouldn't meet his eyes, but stared at her hands fisted in her skirt. It's not right what's happening here. Nico stood and went to the trunk of books he carried everywhere he traveled, opened it, and pushed back the lid. These were the texts of his craft of seeing, volumes on ambient and academic magic and other books that helped him in the exercise of his own power. He brought out a small, leather-bound volume, closed with a strap and a catch, lifted it in his hand as if weighing it, then held it out to Triss. Take it. There are exercises that may help. The writer could scry the wind. Triss looked at the tiny volume and gasped. Nico, you have a copy of Quicksilver's Wind's Path and you never told me. He smiled. My fears for your sanity are real, you know. My best friend at Lightsbridge, when I was a student there, she went mad from the study of wind scrying. She was more easily distracted than you are, though. I always meant to let you see the book in time. I suppose that time is now. Triss stroked the embossed lettering on the cover with reverent fingers. It was said to be the ultimate book on wind magics. It was also very old. You can't lend this to me. What if something happens to it? Nico smoothed his mustache. That's why I'm giving it to you. So you needn't worry if anything happens to it. I've learned all I can from it, and you need the half that's about scrying the wind. Just remember, it takes time to master it, if you can. You may not learn enough to stop this madman. That Nico would trust her with such a prize told her more about how he told her more about how he saw her than anything else that had passed between them in recent months. It said that he believed she was a full-fledged mage, an adult and craftswoman. She met his eyes, her own filling with tears. What would happen to her now? Was he saying he wanted her to leave him? Not that you get to get rid of me, he added, as if he'd read her mind. Neither of them was good at being sentimental with the other. We've places to go yet. Libraries to search. Now scat so I can dress. You're so cute. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us. Molly. Brittany. Indy. And Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellows for Happy for our artwork. 
You can find more of their art by following Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Like, I feel bad for Kat because, Glock. like, he was close. But that was her mommy's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Locky doesn't well, deserve this. She's four. No. It's, it's going to be like her. Tris's situation where she just yeah. got passed to everyone and they were all horrible to her. It, it, it's either that or she gets passed around and everybody that takes care of her dies. <laughs> That's terrible. That's Maybe horrible. She's cursed. Ooh. Ooh. Blocky's a killer. The killer. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> yep. Write th- someone write that down. Blocky is the ghost. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> got it. Woof. Woof. Man, I'm too good. I don't know how I see it coming every time. As a callback to Kathy's curse, now we have Galaki's curse. No, <laughs> maybe no. maybe that's why the killer is the ghost because it's actually a ghost. I can't with you guys today. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.